0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Kingdom REI Podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, founder of the Kingdom REI Mastermind, and we just got finished with an epic, epic two-day story-writing workshop. If you missed it, I'm sorry. Uh, we're here in San Diego, and uh, man, we just, I mean, the, the testimonials of really getting clear on our story and the power of of growing our business through store was awesome. And so I wanted to sit down before we got out of San Diego with the coach himself, (laughs) Mr. Jimmy Nelson, the coach Jimmy, who just absolutely served our community so well, man. Um, I mean, the testimonials are awesome, right? Of people like identifying for the first time. Oh my gosh, the, the, the real lever in how to grow my business actually lies in the power of my story. Like that was such a huge takeaway for so many. So uh, first off, man, I'm so pumped that you were here to join us and what an incredible two days, thank you.
1: Absolutely, and listening to these testimonies right now because at the end of the day, it's about results. It's not about theory, right? It's not about theory of we can jump on and hear people talk about how do you build your business and well, here's some ideas. But when we jump in a room with somebody for two days and dive in and really help them identify a story, how do they craft that story and then what do they do with that story on all sorts of different stages, right? We just identified so many stages people wouldn't even thought of. And and to see people literally do the actual work over the last two days, it it just brings joy to my heart. That's what I love doing. So
0: I wanna definitely in this podcast, um, go through the story framework, just so like, you know, the quick version, right? It's been two days, but I do think there's a couple pieces, but I I wanna ask you this before we jump in. Um, Why well, I, I guess my question is: before we talk about the, the components of story, you know, why why do so many people go straight to product? Or, or, or let me ask you this: why is story so um, important? In in it, it is the piece for so many entrepreneurs and business owners in growing their business. Because I'm hearing guys give testimonials right now in the back in the background, and they're yeah. saying, "I thought it was all about product. Yeah, I thought it was all about service. What is it about story, man? That is is so dynamic is such a a powerful key and lever because you you speak to entrepreneurs all over the country all over the world with
1: this what is it about story yeah i think probably one of the most challenging things i do is to inform somebody why they need a story like why is this important and no matter what industry you're in it's a noisy industry you're not the only person in that industry so if we're leading with product and service yeah, you and everybody else in your industry is leading with product and service and stats, or this is the return that we helped our people get in testimonies. And those are great. But people do business with people we know, like, and trust mm-hmm. that we get to know who they are, like, where, what about this guy do we like, right. And that's where that story piece is the very first the top of this workshop. I said, I want to know who you are. I want to need to know who you are. Before I ever know what you do. I need to know you, I need to I need you to peel the curtain back a little bit and show me not just the polished, professional you, but who are you at home? Yep. Who are you growing up? Who were you at 12 years old? Yep. Who were you a year ago? Who are you 3 years ago when you made this transition? Yep. You made this pivot. Was that scary? Have you always because it's easy to look at somebody that, that comes across polished. We live in a world that's like polish and filters and 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 we want to work with professional people, but I also want to know when was that time that you struggled? When was the hiccup? How did you come through the other side? Mm-hmm. Because when I know that then you're like me. Because right now I'm pro- there's probably something before I do business with you, or with anybody, that I have some fears, does it work for me, I might have some some fears that, that show up as objections, right, I don't know if I can do this, right. you seem so polished, I couldn't do what you do. But when you tell me a personal story, and you tell me of something you struggled with and overcame, or you're a little vulnerable with me, I'm like, Oh, they are like me. And, and we talked about getting to the components of the story. And that's what it has to be. The first piece of that is you gotta show me why you're like me, mm-hmm. why you had the same fears I have, why you have the same wounds, why you had the same insecurities, or whatever that piece is. Right. And, and that's it, the start of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and you're you're getting into the framework because that's gonna I want I do want to get into that. Um, guys, the reason I'm so passionate about this, the reason we spent two days going through this. This is why I mean, dude, just so you don't know about my story, like we've talked about this a little bit already, but like I was a missionary, yeah, pastor. I got in the world of real estate, no experience, no track record and within really like 12 months i'm speaking on the biggest stages i'm on the biggest podcast shows i have a network of investors who trust me to do deals and like i improve that it actually has nothing to do with like in order to really grow your business at least in order to break if you want to start a business break into an industry scale like i I'm, i am proof, our business is proof that people want to work with people <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh you know what people I'm saying. don't want to
1: work with a logo people yeah. don't want to work with yeah with a building they want to work with people that's a great way to put that yeah. and so when i came to this i
0: realized i'm not gonna i can't get on these stages i can't get on these podcast shows to tell people about all the deals i've done mm-hmm. you know why
1: because then you haven't done it yet. right you know so but that's like, the power of stories yeah. even if you're just getting started you can gain leverage in what you want to do right because You still are the exact same complex human being starting your business Mm -hmm. as if you're like me 13 years into mine, you know, and so it gives us equal ground because there's something that's powerful about I'm building something I'm making this pivot right now. So let's say somebody's specifically in the last couple of years, there's a lot of people that are starting new businesses Mm -hmm. or having to shift and they're like, oh, how am I ever going to gain traction? you can tell me stories of what led you up to that moment and why you're you're taking a left turn or you're going to pivot and you're looking for people to make this pivot with you and you absolutely can do exactly what you just said because people want to work with people. Yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: That I, I love that. So, okay, I want to give so much good content in the little bit of time we have. <laughs> no. So, um, let's talk about this framework cuz in the first part starts with story. We you know, there's so many good takeaways, but yeah, talk about Um, let's give them this framework and maybe just like the really one big thing to remember in each piece. I mean, that, I know the first piece is starting with story ordinary to extraordinary talk about what that means.
1: Yeah. And so what makes a good story is I need to know that you're exactly like me. Most of the time when somebody listens to me, I tell them, you know, when they're like, Jimmy, so tell me about your business. And I talk about, well, in the first grade, you know, I was exposed to the greatest addiction of my life. And I tell a story about fat insecure little Jimmy from a broken home in first grade singing on stage and being on a stage for the first time in my life and take them through this journey and why do i do that when i you might see a polished version of me on a stage in a suit but if i tell you about how i used to be 100 pounds overweight and i'm a three-time college dropout and all my insecurities and where i came from even if you rocked college and you never had any of the struggles i had you think about the things that make you insecure or have made you insecure in the past and you connect with me And you connect with me. Why? Because I showed you my wounds. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, this is where I, this is the human I am right now. So that first piece is why, how are you just like me? Mm -hmm. And then that next piece is I'm going to tell you through this struggle. I figured out a few things. Why am I the superhero in this story? Also, why am I a little extraordinary? Why am I a little bit different than you? And the cool thing about that, Ellis, even in your situation, I'm starting a new business. You don't have to have a decade of track records you need to have figured out one thing you need to be two steps ahead of me and you're extraordinary you're a superhero Mm -hmm. i I tell a story of like one of my one-on-one clients was building a a health and fitness business and they said jimmy i really want to be a great online health and fitness coach but i still have 40 pounds to lose because i've only lost 30 pounds so far and i need 40 more pounds to lose to do this and i haven't even really started working out and i stopped them right there i said say that again oh yeah but i've already only lost 30 pounds and I said, do you realize you're a rock star? You're a superhero to that person sitting on their couch that's just been thinking about losing weight? 30 pounds, you're an expert. You're an expert on losing 30 pounds. Now you think you have to lose 70, but you don't have to get to the 70 before you start serving people at 30. Right. And I feel like that that lets people know that wherever they are in life, they they figured out at least one thing that they can start serving people, that they can start building that business. And because we only need to be two steps Ahead of somebody. And that leads us to the third component of a story is what's the heart? Why is this important to you? Why is this more than a business? Why is this your mission? And you do such a great job of that as well. So it literally is why are you just like me? Why are you my superhero? And why do you care that I get involved with you? Mm-hmm.
0: And then, and then the reason, and the reason knowing the story is so important, because if, if we're going to talk about the transition and how, ways you can share this, but okay, now you're getting clear on who you are, why, you know, your ordinary moment to know you're extraordinary and what you can actually, the journey you can bring people on. Sure. Now you can begin to share this on podcast shows, webinars, stages, right? And so let's say someone, okay, hey, I'm, I'm Ellis Hamill. I was a former missionary and I wanted to figure out better ways to build wealth. So I started investing in real estate. I spent the last three years, you know, building this business. And now, you know, so um, here's what I want to show you today. Let's help people think, okay, they're, they're getting that the transition from ordinary to extraordinary to, okay, actually walking people through a journey. So there's a transition and then there's a content piece, right? So what are those two components in telling that
1: story? So once we've introduced ourselves with that personal story, I have an idea of who you are, not necessarily what you did or how you did it yet. And that's what that transition is going to be. Over the course of the interview of the podcast or the stage that you're on of the YouTube show or wherever somebody's giving you and trusting you with their audience. You wanted to let them know hey now i'm going to share with you a couple of the steps so in your case maybe it is i want to share with you the three steps i took when i decided to change careers when i came into a, an area i had no i had no experience in right. but i had success in 12 months and i'm going to tell you the three key things i did that allowed me to have extraordinary um results in the first 12 months sure right. you're adding value you're teaching i feel like in the industry we're in now, it's no longer, hey, I'll tell you how I did it after you did business with me. It's behind the curtain. You can't
0: the, do that now. You
1: can't do that now. And it's the people that solve the most problems. I'm going to tell you exactly my steps. Right. And, and, and that's twofold. One, because we really do want to serve people and say, look, these are the steps. But really, just the hard, the hard truth of this is people, we've never lacked for information. We could go on YouTube or listen to podcasts all day long and really find out how to do just about anything for free. Sadly, most of us have too much information and not enough application, Mm -hmm. right? Because there's learned knowledge and applied knowledge. A lot of times at the end of my workshops, I say, hey, the people that are gonna win are the ones that go mess this up first. Because in order to mess it up, you have to take action. So if you sat down and told me the three things you, you did to change industries and have extraordinary success in those first 12 months, I'm still probably not gonna take those steps on my own because I need some guidance. Right. I still need to work with you. I still need to jump on that consultation call, take the course, get to the workshop or whatever. So, we no longer have to live in a scarcity mindset of I can't share my steps because people are gonna steal them from you. Right. But the sad truth is, more than likely, you know, and it's gonna be a very small percentage of people that are probably gonna do it on their own. So, you still have an opportunity to serve on the next level as they get involved with you in your business. That's so good, man. So and now we have
0: these steps, I think so especially with a lot of investors, finance folks on this thing, we're building, you know, people are raising money for deals, talking about real estate, that's the audience we serve here. You know, a lot of them will say, Well, hey, um, here are the steps to building wealth through real estate, and they'll kind of list off the benefits of real estate. And and that's good. That is kind of the steps that real estate allows them to, uh, you know, achieve financial freedom, for example, but you kind of taught us something this weekend about tying a story even to the steps absolutely right so can you can you touch on that and why that's powerful and when you're walking people through this journey why it's not just story at the beginning content in the middle and close it's like no story it's all the way through this talk about even how as we're teaching people the steps or the benefits of our product story still connected to that
1: yeah so if you know how like on a podcast you can just rewind 30 seconds if you rewound this 30 seconds ago or however 45 seconds ago I just used a story of a client (laughs) to teach you why this was important, why you didn't have to have extraordinary results. Right. And that's exactly what we teach in, in my process is as you're teaching each step, you have an opportunity to either share another story about yourself, which lets me know and trust you even more, or potentially it's, it's a story of a testimony of somebody you've worked with, which is just another credibility piece. And the third part, the reason we do this is people remember stories more. They just remember stories more. You're going to remember the fact that, oh, right, Jimmy said that he had somebody that he worked with that lost 30 pounds, that wanted to lose 40. You're going to remember that more than any statistic I threw out to you. And so it's sticky. It stays in the brain as well.
0: And like if you use it, like we've talked about the difference of like, you could also use testimonials as a story. Sure, It's also you're building your credibility. Absolutely. Oh, 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 they've got testimonies of already doing this. Yes.
1: So because… The very first thing somebody's going to say when they hear your success over your first 12 months is you're a unicorn dude nobody else can do that but if you start talking about the people that you've worked with right. that were able to duplicate your process in some form or fashion then you're like oh that right. it really does give hope to somebody who yeah. thinks i can't be you you're you're the expert you're you're on the mountain right i right. can't get to you and you're like yes you can you just need to take that first step with me. I'm going to be, I'm going to be your Sherpa. I'm going to be your guide up this right. mountain. <laughs> well, and
0: like the other thing too, like I think about, you know, and going back to the real estate asset, you know, people want to talk about the tax benefits. Sure. Oh, we talk about tax benefits. Depreciation is so cool. A better way to do that would be like, yeah, so I, you know, I have this investor, Jim, and he owns a bunch in Bitcoin. He was about to get, yeah, you know, he wanted to sell all his Bitcoin. And, you know, we helped him sell his Bitcoin and actually use depreciation off of our real estate to offset his capital gains. And so he was about to pay this and now he pays this, right? And so instead of saying, well, cool, yeah, you can use depreciation against, you know, capital gains. It's like, no, let me tell you about this guy, who specific guy who had a specific problem that he came with us and we yeah. helped him."
1: Like that is, again, it build credibility. But it's also more memorable. Yeah. And if you took the next step in that story, it's what did he do with that? Mm-hmm. If there was an opposite, so we talk about how, you know, money's a great topic, but money's a tool to do things with, right? So if we talk about we're working with somebody and we save them money or help them earn money, and then the next step of that is how they were able to pay for their kids' private school and now they, or they bought Mm. the new home and they took the vacation. It's not so much that we just accumulated some wealth. They were able to start a foundation. We were able to finally give to that charity. Then that's, we wanna go deeper in that story. They worked with you. They took advantage of a tactic you knew and then had a bigger impact either on their family or their world or their loved ones and stuff. That's the next step in that story as well.
0: Yeah. So good.
1: All right. So what we're
0: about to do, and then this next part is so ninja. So (laughs) we just gave them kind of their steps right here, are the three things, whatever. And then, um, at some point we're, we're trying to create a client here. We want to attract, we want to grow our business. That's why we're doing this. It's not just so we can be good storytellers. We're doing this to say, Hey, building and crafting stories so that ultimately we can find the clients we want to work with and grow our business absolutely and the clients can find us so talk about um, the transition I even would like for you to actually use the example you used of okay guys if you if you because here, here's what we got to get to we got to get to the close yeah right I mean we're trying to close folks to come into our business so the next part is the call to action
1: absolutely but how do we get to a call to action So if I've sat here and I've taught you why stories, I've told you about me Uh and I tell you why story matters and I talk about different, we've we've already touched on two or three examples of how we're using stories. But I bet you're listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking, Jimmy, can you help me craft my story? I don't even think I have a story. Can you help me identify a story? And the answer is yes. I help people all the time with a checklist to figure out which is the right story for them. And if they go to storywellcrafted.com, They can go to my checklist and get my free resources to identify their story, even if they don't think they have one. Pause, rewind. What I just did was transition into we give, we give, we teach, but then we go, cool. Let me help you. Yeah. You know, do I help other people? Because the other thing that people are listening to us, they still may see us like on Mount Rushmore, right? They may see us at the top of the mountain and think, ma'am, you have so many results you don't work, they, they eliminate themselves. They either don't have enough results to work with you, or they think maybe they've been in so long. So if somebody like yourself that's been in for a, a, short amount of t- a shorter amount of time, maybe somebody that's been in, in this world for a long time think, oh, well, I've been in too long, you know, else can't help me. And so if we come in and say, hey, one of the most common questions I get is, can you help me? And we identify, hey, it doesn't matter if you've never, you know, so I'll use mine as an example. If you've never spoken in front of anybody, whether you have a business and you're really kind of inconsistent about bringing in new ideal targeted customers and would like to learn how to do stories, or if you speak on podcast weekly, you need to go get my checklist because it's going to help you 10x what you're already doing, right? right? And so therefore I show who I serve just by laying that out that way as well.
0: That's so good. And by the way, if you didn't catch that, the the transition there that I think you should write down and use is so. um, I get this question often. Yes, Ellis. You know, can you help someone like me? And then, like you said, lay out who that is. That's a great. You're you're identifying with, and that's the that's a a ninja hack that we learned. Of like, I get this question often, and maybe you get the question, maybe you don't. The, The reality is, is that that's helping you kind of move to.
1: can be very awkward even for a very seasoned salesperson or someone who closes really well sometimes making that move from teaching to a call to action because we want to move people we want to help them get beyond that fear to do something and right. sometimes it can just feel awkward right. and so a question like that or a transition like that just makes that less awkward and, and we do lay it out you know and you can do that to a, a free thing like my checklist but you can also use that exact same uh strategy if it is to do business with you to invest to buy your course to get to the workshop like we did for the last two days here yeah
0: i love that man so we, we got to the call to action go you know we talked about we've, we've been brainstorming free gifts to give away checklist you know what is that next step really the close is the close often you know especially when you're speaking on stages or podcasts is not um hey give me your money yeah you know? or like hey come invest with me it's typically something much softer to start the process Absolutely. to start the journey with you right um, and so that's what we've been talking about call to actions The the last step that I thought was so good and ever I definitely don't do this and I'm going to start implementing it, is you thought okay I'm done they, they know my call to action they know where to go. Yeah, and I lo- go to lshammon.com right or go to the and learn about our mastermind. What I've been missing is what you taught us the emotional close. Yeah, because you've given them the call to action and it's like, Oh, okay, they're good. They know what to do. But then there's extra piece called the emotional close. And that dude has been that was a highlight for me. So talk about this idea of an emotional close and give us an example of I like the um, imagine the three imagine a day or
1: picture a day. Yeah, Uh, this is a great framework. Well, and so just to clarify, there's two closes. And if you're not doing two closes, you're missing out on half your audience because people are either emotional decision makers or the tactical decision makers. Mm -hmm. So that first piece, whatever that offer is, is the tactical, you're telling them what it is, either how much it costs, if it's free, if there's a price, what all is involved. And then there's the emotional close. those people that are emotional decision makers. I am an emotional decision maker, so I was always missing the tactical piece. So it's really interesting that you, that you were like, oh, I was missing the emotional piece. And the emotional pieces, we want them to feel something of what it would be like on the other side of working with us. And, and sometimes we do that with what they, we call the repeated STEM. And it's picture a day, right? Picture a day when the next time you're on a podcast, you know exactly what to say and you're not nervous about what questions you're gonna be asked. Picture a day when the person that heard your story talks about what an impact it had and allowed them to take some action for the first time in their life. Picture a day when you ha- your business continues to grow and you continue to have the impact and live the life you want to with the power of your story. Yeah. And it's, it's painting that picture for them. So that emotional close of what will it be like on the other side of that fear? Because there is, if we're introduced to somebody new and we see a product or a service or an opportunity that we want, it's just human nature to be scared of something we don't know. And so what we're trying to do is just really ease their burden and just let them know that we are going to be with them through this journey. We're not going to abandon them. And let's, let's think about what it looks like on the other side. Of us partnering and new business together.
0: Man, I love this. This is so good. Like, you've helped so many folks in our mastermind, I think, really come away from this weekend super clear on their story of like, and now they can take that story. We can go in and day two. Today, we just got done talking about all the stages yeah. we can go win. What was your, I'm curious, man, your biggest takeaway on stage? Because you're the same way, you're an entrepreneur, you're building your business um, we don't have a ton of time to talk about winning stages now, but I'm curious to hear what was a big takeaway for you on winning stages? Yeah, because what would, like, what would you go, what are you going to take away from this, this day?
1: Because it's so easy to think of a physical stage and when people aren't getting into rooms together anymore, you're like, well, someday I'll get back on a stage or for people that maybe that seems terrifying, like just getting on a stage in front of people, but I'm on your stage right now. Like you're trusting me with your audience and mm-hmm. this is a stage. And then it was okay. I can do a webinar, I can do a podcast interview, and it doesn't have to just be me, I can have somebody like you, who's a seasoned, you know, interviewer, that's going to guide me through the process. And so it's not quite as intimidating. And so it's so, you know, I can do that I could do a a Facebook Live. So there, there are stages where I know now who I can reach out to, to ask, maybe can I be on your stage? But I have things tomorrow, I could record a webinar tomorrow, I could go on Facebook or Instagram live. And that's a great place to practice and test this. It's always going to be awkward the first time. It's all it's never going to be polished. But the more we like anything else, we continue to flex that muscle and exercise that we get better and better.
0: Yeah, dude, um, you know, we told You came and served us so well for two days, and you know there's ways for we're going to continue to work together, and there's ways for hopefully our folks to continue to craft their story. I mean, we got to keep practicing this, right? Like, if you want to get good at, I mean, like if you want to be good at sales, you got to be good at story. I'm I'm totally convinced of that, right? Because how do you handle objections? You tell stories. You tell a story, right? How do you how do you convince people to work with you? You tell stories. So like story 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 is where i'm coming away with and i want to continue to practice and hone in you're the expert at it so folks are saying man i want to get better at my story i want to learn how to do this i trust that working with you would probably be a good idea how do they learn more about you what you're doing because this is what you do you help people craft and use their story to build their
1: business yeah and the first thing we need to do is we just need to identify which story we're working on first and so what they can do is go to storywellcrafted.com and i have a checklist of what makes a good story and I take you through a bit of a, a memory jogger. What it is is a two-page PDF. What it does is it just helps you kind of step away and, and realize exactly what makes a right story. And a lot of times we think, oh, my story's not big enough. Right. But I'm gonna take you through a memory jogger and you're gonna realize you have some pretty cool stories. Yeah, you did that day one, it was so Absolutely, bad. and so what that means for you is then now you have an, you've identified a story. That's how we're gonna get started. We have to identify the story first. So just go to storywellcrafted.com. Let's take that first step and figure out what's the right story to tell. Man, And then you're on Instagram? I am, I'm the Coach, Coach, Coach Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. The
0: Coach Jimmy. Uh, man, listen guys, You know, if you're if you're like, man, I wish I was there for two days. Uh, <laughs> well, um, sorry you missed this one, but we will be doing other workshops. This is what we do in our mastermind. We're, we're so committed, we're so serious to helping uh, faith-driven entrepreneurs, real estate investors grow their business. Um, we, we just had a dozen folks in the room this weekend where we have a mastermind. Um, it is an investment, um, but we're serious. We're serious about using our business, our capital, uh, to really advance God's kingdom. We see our business as the sword that we yield as entrepreneurs for his glory. And so if you want to learn how to be a part of this mastermind, be in the next room, be in this next workshop, mm-hmm. um, then go to the kingdomrei.com. To learn more you can apply we'll jump on a phone call and see if it's a good fit we just had actually three new members join last week and start the year with us and so uh the kingdomari.com uh, you do have to be an established investor entrepreneur uh, in in the uh, realm of real estate it is a, uh, a real particular niche and um uh jimmy will let's do some more things together Matt. i'm excited this is just, really this fun. is the beginning
1: of the journey I, we're going to impact a lot of people with this and and just it's a seamless it's it's a combination that makes a lot of sense and i've loved working with your people the past two days and I look forward to continue yeah. to serve you and your audience let's go man all right let's all do right, it guys
0: we'll see you next week cheers hey just because the show's over doesn't mean the journey is listen if you're a faith-driven real estate professional or investor then you'll want to go to the kingdom rei.com to learn about our mastermind if you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes then head to ellis hammond Dot .com to learn more about that. Cheers.